In episode four, I referenced a tour I went on with Marlon through Hi-Fi Mycology, the mushroom farm where he does his daily shroom shopping. At first, I thought I was going to a farm, you know, dirt, rows of crops. But Hi-Fi Mycology is not that type of farm. It's an indoor facility with chillers and misters humming in the background. There were rows and rows of large metal racks holding brown and beige rectangular blocks, each with delicate mushroom caps sprouting through the surface. This is the conversation we had while I tagged along. Enjoy. So, it's a day in the life of Marlon. Yes. We're going to your truck. Okay, okay. We're cooking oyster meat. Yeah, we got the oyster mushrooms. Mushroom yeah, meat. yeah, yeah. Tell me what's like, we have little oyster mushrooms here. Yes. What's the difference between these and the big boys? So, basically, this is the stage that they're in, mm -hmm. and eventually, and we're looking at these clusters here, which mm -hmm. are a little bit larger than those. Mm -hmm. um, this is what I prefer, but okay. these are gonna end up being big, beautiful, shelled mushrooms. And yeah. the whole oyster comes from the way the shell looks. The mm -hmm. shell looks just like an oyster mushroom or mm -hmm. oyster shell. Mm -hmm. So these are the ones kind of looking more like this that I typically will go with. Mm -hmm. um, they're extremely versatile. And what I love about these is they can get huge. What I'm talking about Oh, I, the size of a couple of fingers. Petals. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful petals. Yeah. And so I like to, in addition to making it taste good, mm -hmm. I want it to look crazy. I want it to be the So type will of, you cook it at this stage? So, no, what I'll do is they probably have another three or four days mm -hmm. where within three or four days, mm -hmm. they'll actually be a little bit larger. The shell will be a little bit larger, too. It'll be okay. a little bit more dense as far as the stem goes. Okay. Because, again, what we want is that meat mm -hmm. that looks and feels mm -hmm. just like, you know, whatever, you know, animal products, fried chicken that mm -hmm. you're looking for. So everything that I do kind of mimics what you would get in your typical fried chicken type situation. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we want them a little more developed than absolutely, this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So are we using anything over here? So Let's these are, oh, gotcha. Absolutely. So these are more of the ones that right now I'm kind of playing with and eventually okay. we're going to have another concept. We're going to be using these. So we've got the chestnuts right here. Chestnut mushrooms. These are the beautiful chestnuts. Flavor-wise, I see why I'd they're say, named that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these may be flavor-wise number one or number two. Um, they have a natural nutty and kind of smokiness to them. Oh, so nice. when it comes to a mushroom that doesn't have to have a lot done to it, uh -huh. that's the chestnut. The chestnut Literally, mushroom. you could throw this off in the oven. Um, you could get those and cook them on, you know, a reasonably high temp, 400 mm -hmm. or so. Put a little salt and pepper, a little oil. Okay. Then add a little barbecue sauce to these joints. When a I tell nice you, little sear. Oh my gosh. Okay. Fire. And, okay. And, and simple too. So love the chestnuts. One thing that I did with these also, there's a technique called the pressing technique. Where okay. What you'll do is in a cast iron skillet, you'll get your mushroom, add a little bit of oil. Mm -hmm. Then you'll get either one or two um, additional cast iron skillets. Mm -hmm. Put it on top and you'll press it. So what you're doing is you're removing the water. Ah. You're also changing the consistency of the mushroom. Okay. So literally you can take a big cluster like this, flatten it out to where mm -hmm. now it starts looking like a steak. Ah. So then once you do that, it'll brown in between it. Then you'll start to actually blacken the outsides. Okay. Now once you get it flipped, adding a little bit of oil, a little mm -hmm. bit of salt, now it's starting to look like a steak. And so then from there, you can add barbecue sauce, you can add your own special seasonings okay. and create what it is you're looking for. If you're looking to make more of like a fajita type situation, use those type of seasonings. Okay. Once you have it flattened to where it looks like the steak, mm -hmm. then you get you a nice sharp knife 
dice that bad boy up. Real thin. Now it's looking just like beef fajitas. So Crazy. I'm very, uh, so because mushrooms hold so much moisture. Right, That's right. actually, so you've had to really work on the technique. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I have sense. pressed probably hundreds of pounds of mushrooms, both for events, along with at home, just to really understand. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, with mushrooms, they all have their own personality. Yes. Every single batch of mushrooms has their own personality. So there are some that hold more, and more, more moisture than others. Mm -hmm. There are others that tend to be a little bit drier, and so you're able to prepare them a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the key is you can do literally 10, 15, 20 different things. You can use these for stir fries. You can slice these Bodables. up. And, oh, yeah. you can, And I've used these to make a um, chicken noodle soup. So instead of using chicken uh -huh. for the chicken pieces, I'll get these and I'll slice them up to where they're a little bit thinner. Uh -huh. I'll saute them for like a little a, bit. Almost like a shred. Abs you already know. Okay. Yeah, you already know. And then here's the thing, like especially with either the oysters, then there's also another one called king trumpets, where they're like this big, they're huge. What you do is you get a fork mm -hmm. and you actually take them and you shred mm -hmm. them before uh. you, before, it looks just like pulled chicken. Okay. You have a pot, and so from there you cook it the same way you would cook anything else. Okay. So and, and and that's the beauty of the mushroom is you can play with it. Yeah. Get it in the form that you want it. Yeah. And then however you want to cook it, you do your thing. So question first. So you're talking about sure. steak. You're talking about chicken. Right. Obviously right. these are great sources of protein for us. And right. I, and mushrooms are a great source of protein as well. Uh -huh. But how do how people who really need that hit of protein, like guys who are going to work out, they uh -huh. eat steak and eggs in the morning. Yes. How would you, how would that translate for them to be able to get that? I've got a, it's interesting you ask that because I get asked a million times over, so where do you get your protein? So, mm -hmm. quick little backstory. I used to work in the sports supplement and bodybuilding industry. So I used to You're be- You're like a thousand years old. You've yes, so I am. I've lived so many lives. <laughs> I've lived so many lives. So when I worked in the bodybuilding industry selling these proteins, mm -hmm. all I did was pound people over the head. You gotta have at least one gram of protein for every mm -hmm. pound of body weight mm -hmm. in order for your body to be in this positive zone to gain muscle, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're blah, the people blah, who blah. made me hate the gym. Continue. Absolutely, I was okay, that guy. I was you. that guy. So I used to beat you over the head with protein. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was taught. That's what I understood. So as I made the transition into the plant-based lifestyle and started speaking to medical professionals, et cetera, mm -hmm. it's the nutrients that we need, not the protein specifically. Ah. So as I started to focus on eating healthier mm -hmm. and upping my level of nutrients, mm -hmm. I didn't have a fall off. In fact, it was as if I had upgraded from regular fuel to the high premium fuel okay. based upon what I ate. You went so from that's, 83 to a 92. Uh, 91, 92, exactly. Because, like, because here's the thing. To yeah, it, which, which is crazy because mm -hmm. as I started eating more mushrooms, eating more plant-based foods, mm -hmm. my workouts got crazier. In fact, my oldest son was playing college football at the time. Mm -hmm. I would work out with him mm -hmm. and his cats. And this is when I'm in my 40s and they were like, Yo, your pops is crazy out mm -hmm, here. I'm on mm -hmm, the track. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, you know, walking lunges for a mile, then running stands. Okay. I'm doing like and crazy stuff. And this is all stuff. off of plant fuel. This off was of all off fuel. of plant-based fuel. Wow. And it was learning that it wasn't the protein specifically, because mm -hmm. you'll get in enough protein if you're eating correctly. Absolutely. But it was the nutrients that I started focusing focusing on. So I was doing more juicing. I was mm -hmm. consuming more beets, more carrots, all of that. Yes. And when I tell you I was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I was on, I'd never felt like that before. And That's so. That's an interesting take. I haven't really heard that. People are always like protein, protein, nah, protein. Let me, let me tell you, let me tell you what that is. That's a marketing campaign. Uh, 
and I used to be a part of it. In fact, I felt a level of, a level of guilt because I was like, I was bamboozled, mm -hmm. so I was bamboozling other people too. Mm -hmm. You know, I had people thinking, nah, you can't do this unless you do that, mm -hmm. you do this, you do that. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm almost 50, and I know for a fact I can get just as busy as a young cat, if not more busier than most young cats. Okay, and again, LeBron. I'm not, I'm not focusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You're know, like, you ain't gonna, I'm a pick. If you pick my son up, you gotta pick me up. Too. Word, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so for me, learning about what it came from mm -hmm. made it to where I was more cognizant and I just had a better approach okay. to what to put in my body to perform at a certain level. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And behind you, I have one more question. Absolutely. These are the beautiful lion's mane okay, mushrooms. Okay, because you're always like, what's this cauliflower yo, mushroom? Yo, 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 these right here, if they're not number one on my list, number one or number two as far as my favorites go, because mm -hmm. again, as the same with other mushrooms, they're extremely versatile. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, when you look at them, how beautiful they are, how you have these big rounds, and it reminds you of the brain as far as how they look. Yes. You know what I mean? They have this big, you know, cerebral, you know, kind of look to them which is funny because they are great for your brain. They're great for hey. memory. They're great for cognitive behavior. They're great for attention. Mm -hmm. um, they do tons of things for you and you can actually consume these in food or you can get tinctures, there's powders. So you can consume these. Teas. Absolutely, you can consume these in a variety of ways. Now, as far as cooking them goes, mm -hmm. what I'll do with them, back to the whole pressing technique, uh -huh. I'll take a big, beautiful, you know, cluster like this or this, usually, mm -hmm. In all honesty, I'll get clusters sometimes that are as big as, as my head. I'm talking right. about big, That's huge big. clusters. Big, exactly. <laughs> big peanut style. You. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I'll get these clusters, mm -hmm. put them in a cast iron skillet. Again, get some weight that I'll put on top with other cast irons. To press them out. Press it down okay. to where it's about this thick. Mm -hmm. Same way you would see a T-bone, something like that. Mm -hmm. Sear the outsides of it, get mm -hmm. it cooked good all the way through. Mm -hmm. Then season it however I want to. I'll tell you one thing I'll do too. I'll press it. Then after pressing it, I'll take it and put it on the barbecue pit, smoke that bad oh, boy stop out. stop it with the nice carcinogens. Oh, yo. <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> There's yo, nothing like nothing yo, like yo, it. Yo, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yo, get some wow. carcinogens off in you, but, but flavor-wise, once you smoke them things, mm -hmm. again, you wouldn't know what you were consuming unless you watch it from start to finish. I love opening people up to the beauty in mushrooms, because I hated mushrooms. But um, but it took, you know, allowing myself to be enlightened. And you be know, opened and, up a little and bit. Absolutely, you get older, you get wiser. I love how you've focused on the flavor aspect. Yes. And I love how you've also been really intentional with the health aspect and getting your knowledge up on it, right? Absolutely, you, you have to, and, and, and I'll tell you one thing that was important for me was the relationship I have with food. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to make sure that I touched my food, I held my food, um, I talk to my food, yes. the music that I'll play and the vibe that I create when I'm cooking or eating my food is all intention. All intention. Everything has got, we should never walk without intent. That's, we should yes. never walk without intent. Absolutely. And when you look at food, and I tell people this, especially people who are like, nah, I can't do the vegan thing or I can't eat this. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, yes. I'm like, well, let me give you some real talk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, one of the most intimate things that we do multiple times a day is take a foreign substance outside of our body and put it in our body. Mm. I'm like, name me something that's more intimate. Even you being with someone that you love and care about, that level of intimacy, 
you're still not taking a complete foreign thing that you know nothing about mm -hmm. and putting it and inside your it, body. And digesting it, And yeah. it's going to live within your body for mm. a minimum of three days. Mm. So why would you not want to have a relationship that's on a higher level, just like the person you live with, mm -hmm. with your food? I love so that. to me, that's amazing. I'm like, the fact that you'll just walk around and just grab stuff, not caring about it, putting it inside your body, it's going to live in you. Mm. It's going to live, but you're okay with just grab, I mean, would you grab some person off the street that you didn't know and have them sleep with you that night in your bed? Not anymore. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's an old thing. It's, it's, it's something we used to do back in the day. Well, I don't know. But as we, gain more, as, as we gain more knowledge, yeah. Yes, we're, we're way more considerate. Yeah, we, we share our energy with. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Your food is on that same level. Yes. You know, so for me, that's why I really pay attention. I like to touch my food. I'm also conscious of my attitude when I'm preparing food for others. Yes. Because that transfer of energy. Oh, uh, we can get it. Oh, we are going to talk about that. You know what I'm I think that is so important. Yes, absolutely. I definitely